Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Train Pop Culture, the concluding and second part of the wrestling chat on the Attitude Era and who we would like to retire the. Ah, uh, well, call them icons. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like being disrespectful to the icons of the industry. <laughs> yeah, but one in particular who we're about to discuss, I would not call an icon. Oh, would you do him next? No, I want to end on him. Okay. Well, Is that so you can quote him out? Uh, pretty much, yeah. He stays. Mm. A veto cut on that bag. He stays. I want to spit venom and it to stand. And I'm not going to use allegedly at any point. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host this evening, I'm Strawny. Uh, hello, Bernsey. Uh, Johnson, as usual. Kimbo's still here. Hey, you guys. So, Kimbo, this is your given topic. Who would you like to discuss next on our list? And we've got, was it four or five We left? have four left, four left, including my two storylines, which also include Randy Orton and the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah. If you are not sure what I'm referring to, do yourself a favour, go back and listen to part one. Yeah, this is going to make no, no sense. Yeah, this, this is li- a literal follow-on to our episode part one, even. That we recorded a week ago for you guys, yeah. some time ago for us. On the website of the feed, it'll be either above or below. I'm not quite sure. But it'll say part one and part two, so it's not... Strong will sort it out. Mm. I might just not. <laughs> Frank, you'll deal with it, won't you? Don't be a dick, Strawn. Go Frank. All your natural instincts. <laughs> so. Right, so who's up next? So, we ended on the man, the myth, legend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, from part one. Mm-hmm. I still can't smell his cooking. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he should be cooking. Although I do worry that if I ever do, will I be having a stroke then? Is yeah. that a sign you're having a stroke? Is that what it is? Yeah, if you can smell, yeah, if you, you can smell through, if you cooking. can smell through TV, yeah, <laughs> that all your TV's on fire. Like, yeah, it's just seriously malfunctioned. Some Samsung shit's gone on there. Can allegedly. You, yeah. Can you smell? Is it burning tires? Oh wait, I know what that means. <laughs> oh shit, the rock's cooking again. <laughs> Damn it, Dwayne! And my right side's gone numb. <laughs> so we've got four left. One that won't be a positive conversation. Let's, let's be perfectly <laughs> honest. No, I don't that think is... it's. I don't think it's a positive conversation when anyone anywhere ever speaks about this gentleman. I wouldn't call him a gentleman. Yeah, this huge. I'd call him a bleep. Yeah. <laughs> human? No, that's that's too generous. Let's um, call a cunt a cunt. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Speaking, uh, our, our opinion is that he's a massive cunt. Yeah, giant man, baby. This is the opinion of the other three members of the group, not me. I will get to my opinion on this individual <laughs> at a later point. However, the majority of this group opinions are fact. Yeah, <laughs> I've also on my notes completely changed his name, so I'm just fixing that. Um, I am going to say, let's go to. Oh, wow, sorry. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to... Everybody went off. really quiet, but yes, there was just Johnson realized. had a beer can and there was a picture of two rabbits fucking on it. <laughs> yeah. hidden, away, hidden away in the corner so we didn't notice as we were sampling it and tasting it. Well, you put the can down and we were just having a look and suddenly, oh, two rabbits fucking. It's uh, cartoon rabbits yeah. as well, so they're really cute. Mm. Oh, my God, we're talking about anime. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, oh what? No, there's one podcasts of them, have never The one taking it is quite cute. The one on top has got a proper angry, angry face. It's like he doesn't want to do it, it's but he knows fucking. he has to. Yeah, it's a hate fucking. Do you know who else looks like he's hate fucking a lot of the time? No. John Cena! <laughs> Seamless. Seamless, Kim. I'll just park that segue over there. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting quite good at them now. Yeah. I mean, he can't look like he's hate fucking because you can't okay. see him. That's why he wears um, combat shorts. That's why he always plays a soldier in his films. But she wouldn't be able to see him. So, with Big Match, John, I've got two suggestions. One is a bit more... In fact, they're both pretty left field, because John Cena was a struggle. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Struggle was really real with this guy. I picked just something random, almost. One, the guy barely wrestles at the moment, and two, he's such a he's such a unique talent and how he's been put up there by WWE. You're kind of airing to the throne, I guess. I and don't think they're ever gonna do what they did with Cena again because it didn't really because work. Because it turned it against term. him, yeah, yeah. It turned against him. You he can't have, product of the era. They almost tried this shit with Roman, trying to make Roman just a soul face of the entire brand and it it backfired and people knew that they were pushing the same way they pushed john cena to be it the the only face of the company and we we don't want that again we don't want years and years and years like well what feels like years and years and years just one person this is it none of us none of us actively watched a lot during cena's prime run because the the company was poor then I mean, and, and the sad thing is, Cena's prime run includes the punk stuff. Yeah. Goldberg second coming. So there's some good stuff in there. All of Edge's solo stuff's in Cena's. So there is good stuff. We're not saying it was a poor era for wrestling, but that's cherry picking chunks over a 10-year period. The issue, like you said, with Roman, he was forced down our throats. It was a constant, like, every episode of Raw. He's the main event, or whatever. He was at the start, he was at the end. He, he bookended the show. The issue with John Cena was they pushed a bloke you couldn't see. <laughs> the entire era was based on the fact that who were we watching? There's tumbleweed that's just passed yeah. through because that it's... failed so desperately. It wasn't even a groaner. That wasn't even. That didn't even that merit just, a groaner. Let's just ignore that that happened. If you if you develop if you a skill call that to do this now, I'm okay with it. You cut out all of your speaking. I'll tell you, okay. <laughs> no, I think he should just like be able to edit in the sound of a tumbleweed just where that happens. That involves so, him okay. learning the ability to edit in the sound of a tumbleweed. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Do you know who doesn't have to learn? The Miz. Okay. He's, uh, he is here. Is why I'm picking The Miz. I'm going back to heel Miz because I don't like face Miz. Face Miz is a waste of reaction. Is that a Miz t-shirt? This is a Miz t-shirt because I am awesome. I stated brilliantly across my bosom. The Miz. Here is why the Miz. And here is why not the Miz. The Miz should because he can't really wrestle well. No offence, Mike. You're a great guy. I've seen your ride along. I I'm, I even want to watch Miz and Miss. Mrs. How do you say? Mrs. Miz Miz and Mrs. Is it Mrs.? Yeah. yeah. It's so Miz it's not Mrs. It's Mrs. Mrs., yeah. 
They should have just called it Mrs. Acting not a bad show. I'd, I'd imagine it is. I'd imagine I'd like it. It's your little guilty pleasure. It's my little guilty pleasure. It's quite comical. It's like what reality TV should be like because it's got the sort of. It's you can tell in some parts it is slightly scripted. The whole like things that go wrong, like yeah, yeah you, I mean you you probably are that much of a dopey shit, but there's no way that amount of shit happens to you. So. What I'd like is for John Cena versus... I, I don't want a serious John Cena retirement. I don't want a big, like, serious I hate you, I hate you angle. I don't want a show of respect angle. No. I want John Cena to do what he likes doing best. Being a funny guy. Him and Ma- him and The Miz are possibly, taking our truth out of it, two of the funniest people in WWE right now. Yeah, because our truth is the funniest. Our truth is by far the funniest. Just let him have, like, a gimmick off. It's just skull fashion finale, attitude adjustment. It's it's literally the stupidest match you've ever seen. Finish, why, why? finish it, finish it, finish it, kick out. Yes. But also kind of like Shane versus <laughs> The Miz at WrestleMania. Yeah. Where it was so stupid, but it was so good. Mm. It was so good. Like, it was a stupid match. The finish was stupid. I'm okay with Miz winning. But Cena goes for an attitude adjustment, but because he's been going for too long, he can't lift the Miz, falls backwards, and that's how Miz gets the pin. Legitimately, that's all it needs to be. I I'm okay with being a comedy of errors match. Because that's how I think John should go. He came in as kind of a joke with the Doctor of Fugonomic shit. Yeah. Which right. is still my favourite Cena gimmick. I don't give a shit what people say. <laughs> it was, the fact it was that too the wide. The word yeah. exists. Just... It was. It Word life. All right, Jim. It was. It, it was one of those ones where you see, uh, you know, when you see a, politi- uh, a British politician rapping to to try and be down. It was that level of Theresa May dancing. Theresa yeah, Theresa May dancing yes. as well. It's that sort of. Oh, stop it! You can't. No, <laughs> stop it! You, you can wrestle, sort of. You can do that bit, but please, you are far, far. Far too white to be doing what you're doing. <laughs> allegedly. Stop. Well, no, he's, he is too white. There's no allegedly. He is a, a Caucasian human being. Eminem <laughs> is also white. He raps. True. Why can't John Cena rap? Because no, he, he can't do it. Because <laughs> he can't rap. Asheroff is a white guy. He raps. Mm. Again, he can rap. So those people that hung up, grew up around uh, rap artists and then ended up being trained by rap artists can rap. The yeah. guy who just essentially decided, oh, I'm suddenly street, even though we know for a fact, wasn't he uh, one, a lower middle class one? He didn't actually come from like the street. He was actually quite nicely brought up. So the fact that we know he was quite a safe childhood and then comes and goes, oh, I'm thug, chain gang and all this stuff. And he's like, ow, it was, ow. It was meant to be sort of an ironic tongue in cheek type thing. Mm but it was a bit cringy. Yeah. And it sold all the merch. Unfortunately... Captain Merch with his merch hat on and his merch shirt. WWE need to think dollar dollar bills. Oh, yeah, because that's never on their oh, mind. Yeah. Me and Vince would get along. <laughs> Bringing gold back <coughs> unnecessarily <coughs> just to get money through. <coughs> just saying. Goldberg is the tip of that iceberg. I don't know it. That iceberg starts and ends with... Saudi that they won't back out of because it'll cost them oh, too no, much it, money. It starts and We're not getting into Saudi. Mm-hmm. We're not getting into Und- Saudi. Undertaker, they keep bringing back and they pin, just let, pin. let him put it, I'm pinning it. I'm pinning but it now. I moved, I moved on from Saudi. Pinning the whole thing. <laughs> just, just... 
You're pinning the whole of Saudi. <laughs> yeah. One, two. If only. Yeah. Anywho, anyway, swiftly on. So, I, I've got a lukewarm reaction for Mike Mazanis, the Miz as we know him. Mike to his friends. <laughs> You're so humble, Kimbo. You're so humble. <laughs> I only share it with friends, though. It's how it works. Oh, my God. I'm surprised we can hear him that high up on his pedestal. Shit, if that's the case, I'm, I'm bested with Goldberg. <laughs> oh, I'd actually love to be bested with a man of mark. <laughs> if that's how it works. I was going to wear my Young Bucks t-shirt, but I got something on it, so I had to wash it. Come, she got come on her young books. I did not come on my young books. I just did a look because I don't know. I can't even believe you said that. (laughs) I just did a look so that the audience wouldn't know. You always just spat your drink out of my mouth. Oh my god, you were laughing in a way that looks like it's causing you physical pain. I hope it hurts. I hope it hurts, you fucking prick. It's okay, Sean can cut her things out. He's let out <laughs> you know that, that shit's staying in. Oh, that, well, that's going to be on the intro that's, bit, that's, isn't that's, it? Yeah. That's That'll be in. the intro. I'm just going to yeah. just have that long loop. Yeah. Like You're podcast. such a twat. Yes, yes, I am. Fuck you all. Hey, I, that's I how you've got the mark on your shirt. Okay. Fuck those two. Yeah. Probably that's also how you've got the mark on the shirt. <laughs> no, she's not touching me. She's like, fuck those two. All right. Ah, right, okay. I thought you meant me and Scrooge. I mean, the Young Bucks are quite nice. <laughs> the Young Bucks are also married. Longer. I'm just keeping I'm do just not adding. think that is having an affair with the Young Bucks. They're probably happily married. One of them makes t shirts for the other one or something. I, I don't watch that show. Anyway. Cena. So, John Cena. John Cena. There we go. So I'm, I'm leaving I didn't my... go with subtle. I just thought I'd just say Cena loudly and hope that you came back on topic. Sorry. So we put my to one side. My other option, this is more of a storyline, so bear with it. Okay. Kevin Owens. Okay. This size because they don't get Kevin Owens. I would interject. I'd say that recently I found him less annoying. I think the whiny bitch Kevin Owens was my my introduction to Kevin Owens. And it's really hard to shake the first impression you get on any particular artist. Entertainer, individual on the roster, and my initial introduction to Kevin Owens was whiny bitch Kevin Owens, and then he took some time off and he came back, and there was this weird, are you a heel or are you a face thing, and I still don't really know what they're trying to do with him, but I'm way more on board, I just don't see him as somebody that would end a career of one of the the bigger names of the company. And this is where... Story comes in. Okay. So, Shane O'Mac is ruining WWE as we know it. Allegedly. Not allegedly. I, I watch the product, he's ruining it. So The opinion of Matthew Kimberley mm-hmm. cannot be held accountable for the rest of us. <laughs> so, Shane O'Mac's ruining everything. He's having... Various. I'd have to agree with you. Like, he needs to just fucking stop. So, he loses to... Let's say he loses to Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. Because Kevin Owens isn't retiring, let's be honest. No. Then... He's like, I'm sick of you bullying me, Kevin. So I'm going to the number one guy in the company to stop you. Do, 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 do. Hand gestures, hand gestures. Yeah. Can't see can't him. See He's walking out. Him and Shane O'Mac, besties. You're like, why big match, John? Why? Kevin Owens 
just fucking on loads on Cena. And it's just... The build-up to, to Survivor Series is Cena-Owens, Cena-Owens. They just keep fucking up each other's matches. Cena goes for a title shot. Owens stops it. They just fucking sabotage each other for a good six to twelve weeks. Which then gets to a point where this is a little bit tedious. And Owens goes, enough, enough is enough. Korea, Korea, me v you, Survivor Series. Seems like you're on. And the Kevin Owens wins. It'll be a great match. That was like the most tidy little bow put on the end. I'm just going to stop talking now. You've ever been in the years I've known you. Like, that is Thank the you. most concise you've ever been. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm shook. I'm shook to my very core. Also, because it's a great storyline. It's actually, it. I, could, I could go with it. I could go with it, to be fair. And also, because Cena's been the company man for so long, yeah. him coming back in that role would make sense. Yeah. And none of you give me a better suggestion, so off you go. Right. Well, uh, I've got two, mainly for, um, I don't know, so we've got, uh, I, for John Cena, I've just got Braun Strowman. I made well. a note of Braun, just because I thought it could be interesting, mm. but that literally would be it. I don't know how it would work, i just quite like to see no, the light. Yeah, I, I want to see. Braun. I like the idea, it wouldn't be executed well within WWE. No. no. That's, That's the problem. The problem. It's, no. I, I, I did like Braun Strowman, I thought, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do well. He's gonna, you know, just this massive beast, just a, just a, a monster. Just, yeah, just they a monster. To take King him. of Beef on Twitter the other day. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> King of Beef. Uh, um, that'd just be fun. But the I one I actually. I reckon to hug me and crack my back. Yeah. Oh yeah, I reckon. That feel dead satisfying. You could do that with a little finger. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the man's a, a monster. But my other one, and this is where it would get fun, would be Elias playing off the two different opposite ends of music scale oh, uh, I to, like to, okay. to, to, to combat each other. And along your lines of let's make it funny more than anything, they have several times. They have a, a back and forth. Strowman, uh, Elias will do a song calling out Cena on his guitar and it, with his band. And then, he'll, and then Cena will come back at some point with a rap. Like, to to get back at him and so on and there's back and there's back back and forth back and forth until they actually throw down the instruments and wrestle yeah. you know and that's how that's how you get so it's still a fun jokey one it's you know it's just like oh let's it's have a full gimmicky one. yeah it's a full gimmick rather than anything and it shows the, and of course I'll love it because it shows the power of metal over rap. So that and it was slammed down. Just <laughs> at one point, he has to hit him with a guitar. Oh, it just has nice. to happen. That so, so Cena tries to take it off and to get it, and it, that's how the match starts. Just no, bang over his head, and then oh. if Elias has got his guitar in hand, it's getting hit around someone's face. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a given. He loves it. Yeah, not the guitar hurting people. Yeah, hurting yeah. people with it. He guitar. likes breaking guitars on people's faces. Yeah. That endorsement to be fair, is it, fortune. It looks yeah. like it's fun. I'd quite like to smash somebody in the face with a guitar at some yeah. point. It is fun. I mean, I've never done it. <laughs> no, but so that would be mine. I'd, I'd, yeah, you build it up like, and Elias had come out of almost sort of come out of nowhere with his, you know, when he, he turns up, the yeah. lights go down, spotlight comes on, and there's Elias. Hello, I am Elias. Uh, hello, I'm Elias, and start singing, and you, and then as he's going through his song. Hang on, 
is that John Cena is talking about that sort of thing? So yeah. Like, what the hell? And so John Cena comes back just as confused, walks on after he's finished his song going, did I hear someone calling me out there? Yes, like yeah. Out of nowhere. And he just looks just as confused. That would, that would play, correct me if I'm wrong here, but when it was meant to be Cena versus Taker, it was Elias that came out. Elias is technically had a thing with Cena for the last two manias. So that would mm. be a really good shout. Yeah. Because mm. the, the first one is the one you're referring to, and yeah. Taker came out after. Yeah. And then the mania after, Elias was the musical guest. Yeah. And he came out, he did his whole thing where there was four Eliases on and they were all playing different instruments. Yeah, I remember. And then Dr. Cognomics, Cena came out. Mm-hmm. So it would be building on that, which makes sense. Yeah. For me, I went back a few years with this one. I went and, as I said earlier, my Rock One links. Rock called out, well, Cena called out The Rock. Because he's now a Hollywood star and doesn't wrestle anymore. <laughs> what is Cena now doing? Yeah, Cena's now doing exactly the exact same thing. Yeah, he's now in films. Yeah. That is now a chance for Cena and for The Rock to come yeah. back and go, "What the fuck are you playing at? Like, yeah. you called me out on this, and now you're doing the exact same thing." Oh, I'd like want to be like me that much. Yeah. Yeah. Are like, you just angry because just... people can't see you <laughs> because like... they don't want to? Yeah. Oh. I'd like them to to retire each other. Mm. It, it puts all their beef to an end. Mm. You could, two icons take each other out. It's a, it's a battle of the ages, essentially. Yeah. You've got someone who's around when we were kids it's, as to someone who's around when we so were... So, The Rock takes out Cena and then The Rock takes the well, opportunity no, to got, retire? Well, I imagine it'd be like a double count. Yeah, do you do a double count. Double out. count, double DQ, double... Something like when again, my memory's god awful. That's because you're an alcoholic, that's the alcoholic. Yeah, it is, yes. Um, but it was the was the 2005 Royal Rumble where Batista and Cena both went out at the same time, and when Vince comes storming out and snapped both his hamstrings, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, had to, yeah, yeah they had to restart the, yeah. the end of the match because they both knocked each other out, yeah, yeah. I do a double DQ, like you. They realise they're too evenly matched. They can't. They both go for chairs or something. Yeah. Swing. Yeah. Okay. Because then you you draw a line on the side and you go like, right, you can both carry on with your home careers. You can do that. I'm pulling a face. Yeah, you, you don't like pulling that. a face. I don't like the idea of a double DQ or for a du- for I don't. A time. I don't. I don't think it works. I think it leaves it too as unsatisfying it. as not get like neither get a win. So it, it, you're never going to well, no, get full closure on it. Yeah, them. but no, when it they, doesn't feel when you this original anymore. feud was it Cena won the first one and Rock won the one 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 and then one won the yeah other. they won each the tied one each they tied one each so it's pretty it's, like I say it's an even thing. I know, but if you go that the the whole point of this would be to retire somebody permanently, yeah. like we're we're ending their career. They don't carry on from this point on. Are you telling me you're going to be actually happy to retire one of those bigger, iconic names on a draw? And you've got to think the American market as well. They don't. They don't bet on draws. They don't stand for draws. Everything mm. goes to overtime. It's never going to happen. They won't retire The Rock and John Cena on a tie. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's you've what I mean. got more chance of me shitting a unicorn. But he's allowed to fancy book what he likes. Mm. That's what I mean. It gives them. The, the end, 
and just be like, right, we clear, we've, been, we've done this, this whole charade before. We're too even. I don't like it. And it sets them up for a Saudi Super Show money grab. Oh, my God. Oh. No. Don't you want to stick a pin just because yeah, you've got an put, opinion Put it back in. Put it back in. I'll put it straight back If you want to pin that again, I'll put the pin square through your fucking nose. <laughs> That'll be flip. I just don't like it. But what? I don't mean to be mean or like just no, negative. No. I just don't... That's the whole I don't feel like it's... I, I don't feel that would give me any sense of satisfaction for either of them. But what would provide Probably satisfaction? I'd be happy for The Rock to retire Cena. Okay. I don't particularly give two shits who the fuck retires John Cena. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he... Honestly, I don't think he deserves giving a match of that standing. <laughs> like a retirement match. I think... Oh, I, I couldn't disagree more... Not in that way that I understand how that's sounded, and that's not <laughs> what I mean. But don't get me wrong, he's a big deal and a big name within the company for a lot of very good reasons. He's, but I just don't think that he's... Oh, it's really hard to try and explain the point I'm trying to make. Like, I just with, hate got, with, him so much. No, I don't even hate him. I, I actually, can't even I really, see him. I don't see him to hate him. No, I, I actually quite like him. And second of things was a bit cringy, but it was fun. But I just don't see the point in giving him a retirement match. I think just let him fizzle out naturally. I don't want a big pomp and ceremony because I don't think that there's anybody realistically that you can put with him to do a retirement match in a satisfactory, everything's tied up in a bow way, that would be worth the effort of doing it. So just let him fizzle out by himself. So whilst you've been talking, I, and I've been disagreeing with every word you've been saying. <laughs> just Kel Surprise. This idea did come to me. And Although I would like our truth. Our truth would be amazing. Would be if I was going to have to pick a name, it would be. If he does the whole like, I'd like a thugonomics thing, and our truth accidentally knocking him out because they slipped like a proper little slapstick. It's the fact that our truth calls John Cena his hero and all this. It'd be a nice little nod. What would John Cena do? (laughs) Have that whole thing get picked back up again and just go with that and have it a bit more light and funny and it ends on a bit of a kind of a light-hearted way but I still just think so it'll be nice I don't think that he, he's going to end up becoming to the company what Goldberg and Taker have become currently Vince is just going to keep pulling that man out of retirement so what is the point of doing a great big pomp and ceremony retirement thing for Cena when you know Vince is just going to go in like four years time five years time hey John hey John we kind of need some Cena action on the scene. And well, it'll turn up. That's the other issue. If you've noticed, like, what was it? The the big reunion. He did his segment and then left straight away. You've seen it? Yeah. I didn't watch that reunion episode because it was going to be a pile of steamy shit. No, he did his segment and was straight out of dodge. He went the moment his part was done. I he think didn't want to be he, there he any longer. He doesn't want to be he part of you. He to do it. So, so you'd be bringing back somebody now reluctant to do it. And he's not going to sell it the same way that he would have done if he still cared the same way. So, as I was attempting to say before we <coughs> went to an R-Truth-related tangent, Apologies. what if 
And, and I know you said realistically there's no one. So I've kind of left realism. Me wrong. I've left realism aside now. I've, I've, I'm in real fantasy land. Here comes the tinfoil hat. CM Punk says I'll come back for one match to retire John Cena because he took my WrestleMania. Oh my god, I'd be all over that. Sploosh. Sploosh. Cena took my mania. I'll take his career. They do battle one last angle. Punk walks away like Punk was going to do fingers in the air. Fuck, fuck you all. I'm not staying anyway. That's the only one I could legit get on board with. But it means bringing back Punk and you aren't bringing back Punk. I... Punk won't go back to WWE. <sighs> he is more likely to go to AEW than WWE and I, I still don't know whether or not he'll pick up anything like that again. I, I think he'll just do indie circuits if he wants to. I've... I'm hearing things. You there's want to be a psychologist then? There's, there's, <laughs> there's medication for that. You can borrow some of mine if you want. There's no, that's what I'm doing. Rumours on the grapevine about punk. There's loads of rumours on the grapevine about punk at the minute. They are literally a dime a dozen about punk at the minute. Yes, and I've got Starcade, but that doesn't mean he's going to yeah. AW or anywhere. That that's what it doesn't mean anything. It means he's making some money selling some signing some t-shirts. Mm. But he's on the wrestling circuit again. Which is more than he's done for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I just think he's starting to get that book back. Okay, right. I let the first one go. Because Strawn farted in part one while you were talking. <laughs> I thought it was an African barking spider. <laughs> it was not an African barking spider. It was. He you farted. It ran farted. right beneath me, and barked, and then <laughs> ran up in the direction. <laughs> And now we're in part two, and Johnson's just farted. No. And just acted like no, nothing happened. I was shifting on my chair, and the chair creaked. Honestly, I'm just surrounded by the most flat. You're surrounded by African barking spiders. I mean, you need to get a fumigator <laughs> here because it's getting ridiculous now. Flatulence everywhere. Rude. You know what else you'd need to end the Undertaker's career? It's time. We're done. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Is that the segue into The Undertaker? Oh, it's so the segue into The Undertaker. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've said for literally months, please stop yeah. bringing back The Taker. Stop making him dye his hair. Stop making him put eyeliner on. He was too awesome. And now he's becoming kind of a shadow of awesome Undertaker. I think, like... The thing he did with Roman was pretty interesting. That's the best. That's what I said. Good guys take a long time. Leave him alone. Just let him, let that be it now. Mm. Because everything they've done most more recently with him has just felt like a massive, massive money grab. When part of his move set is a man in his fifties walking go on the rope. Yeah. And they keep trying to make him do the old school. Like I'd let him drop old school. Or don't bring him back at all. If you can't let him wrestle without doing that one move. Pinewood Drivers with Goldberg. Yeah. They looked dangerous. And, and Taker's been the safe work for decades. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, he's not got a big record hurting people like a couple of others. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's pretty safe. They've, they've always safe been home. safe hands because they've been in the industry that long that they know exactly what they're doing. So and why have they not people got the sense yeah. to stop doing it now yeah. they don't have the form to execute it anymore? It feels like enough money is being waved in their direction that they're taking the payout while they still have the time to do it. Yeah. 
But realistically, they should have stopped saying yes to this a while ago because they're not safe hands anymore. Is there that, always a, like have they got specific contracts in place? Oh uh, yeah, there's always so a there's, there's a contract. contract. They might, yeah, there's an contractual, a contractual obligation with some of them. Um, um, if you're referring to the contract that is the money that you don't like, he is no, not Saudi. I mean, like no, specific no. for them. Like, has, uh, yeah. is, has have they got specific got contracts in... with takers saying you don't have to appear all the time, but I get to pick you for three main events yeah. every four years. You are exclusively right. signed with WWE until the age of. Well, you signed a live contract now. He's done. Mm, yeah. Well, there you go then. So it's whenever it Vince goes. Whatever's right. Yeah. Um, but surely at some point, even Vince should be saying these matches could potentially start getting dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But there's only like they're still physically they're still looking relatively fucking good, and I say like. I think objectively we can all say that the pair up with Taker and Roman was really interesting. <laughs> like there was a dive, but Rome, it didn't look like Roman was carrying him. And it might have been that Roman was helping him and carrying him a bit, but it wasn't obvious the way that certain other matches are where people are being carried because they no he, longer have the safe hands. He looks fine when he's wrestling with younger talent. Yeah. The it's when he wrestles the other veteran talent. Well, he looks dangerous. I think the reason he's, he held his own so well with the the, the Roman match um, and Shano was, I think he so badly wanted to correct the mistakes of Saudi. Of that Saudi yeah. Yeah. Because apparently, I don't, I don't know how true the rumours are, but you hear all this sort of random stuff backstage. Um, but apparently him and Goldberg were screaming at each other. They both hated it. Backstage, you like, hated. you fucked this up, I fucked this up, what, fuck it, what, what? Like, it was a shit show between a pair of them. They're both so much better than that as well. Like, watching it, I was just like, what? Because it wasn't like, I was sort of, I was excited, I was looking forward to it, but I wasn't like super hyped. Because yeah, yeah. of all that, again, like, they, they keep rolling out Taker. And the it's always It's never going to be the kind of, oh my God, this is fucking amazing kind of show anymore because they just, unfortunately, do not have it in them to do that kind of thing. But I wasn't expecting that shit show show to happen. Like, it looked looked dangerous in places that you would never in a million years have said Goldberg is not safe hands or Taker and not safe hands. Goldberg's always had it. A bit of a not safe hands thing about him. But he's always managed to execute it and pull it back, and it'd be kind of a bit edgy, but yeah. you never fully think, he's oh always, no, he's fucked that. He's always towed the line, I think, Goldberg, between being dangerous and safe without ever going, that's too much. Yeah. Because Goldberg was the one who retired Hart, if I'm correct. Oh, yeah. Right. But I, <laughs> I believe, don't quote me, and allegedly, Goldberg was responsible for the injury for Bret Hart, calling it a day. But that was when Goldberg was a lot greener. Yeah. He wasn't a grizzled vape and doing it a few a few years, I think, at that point. It was in the 90s, maybe very early 2000s. I mean, accidents do happen as well. Like, we've oh, yeah. seen people being taken out and whole storylines that were intended having to be scrapped. I mean, look at the Finn thing when Seth um, threw him and did his shoulder and tore the muscles in his arm and he was out and he was meant to have his... Vince, Yeah. Uh, Becky having a face broken by Naya. 
like that it didn't have the same long term story. Yeah. It, it possibly problem. worked but in Becky's favour. Yeah, it was, but it was just really good luck that it wasn't a significant injury. Because if she'd been taken out longer, then I don't think we'd have had the man that we have at the moment. I think she'd have had to start from scratch, which would have been unfair. Yeah. Well, sorry, you have one more point. I was going no, to say, no, I was going to say like, um, given the fact that I know people said like it was Goldberg that boxed someone who was at Saudi, I'm, I'm sure he said he knocked himself out or something. On but the, yeah, he boxed yeah. the first, he, so he was meant to just hit the spear and yeah. he had a blood thing on his forehead. Yeah. It was meant to pop, which he did. But then as he's lifted his head, Reports say, I, I can't confirm if it's true, Goldberg's not admitted it. He's caught his head on the bottom turnbuckle and busted the back as well as the front of his head. That out. makes a lot of sense, but you've got to think someone of like, like Goldberg, we all make mistakes. They wouldn't have given Goldberg that match and they wouldn't have given the original streak with someone who wasn't competent enough to carry yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, so absolutely. 1 7 3 0, it's not a fucking easy. Yeah. Easy it's not feet. something you just kind of yeah, somebody that's not capable. Yeah, there may have been some exaggerations on that street, but yeah, still it was it was it's, it's still it's one of entertainment. Yeah, were there as entertainment. Yeah. It's still one of the most iconic streaks in the industry's it's history. The most iconic streak. You hear the word streak, and it's one of the two streaks that come to your head. That'll yeah. take us main yeah. streak. The Oscars now. Oscar's Oscar's year undefeated as well probably now falls into that because that was she's to overtaken uh, Goldberg. Has she? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He congratulated her on Twitter the week saying, "Well done, beating the streak." And, uh, that's that's another podcast for another time about how WWE mm. fucked Oscar. Yeah, but we'll put a pin in that one, yeah. not in an angry mm. way, but in a that, that we have not. Oh, it's an angry time. way, but not an angry at each other way. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, we will come back to that. Yeah, just on the note of retiring taker, I know, I know, we've all got the same name written down. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cross this one guy off straight away. Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Yeah, Alistair, Alistair yeah. Black makes the most sense. It'd be a natural passing of the torch. Yeah. That's why I didn't put it down because I knew everyone was. <laughs> yeah, I've got no discussion op- point. Yeah, I've got other options, but mm. I just want to get him out there. It is the logical. We all step. want Alistair Black to do it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to give you other names, but please be aware, every other name is second, third, fifth, yeah. 27th choice. I think we do, like, uniformly. Yeah. Alistair, Black. Alistair Black is an extraordinary talent, and next to Taker would be ideal. I think mm-hmm. that would be something I would really enjoy watching. I, yeah. You could probably carry that match. Yeah. If you didn't want to do he it. He could end up making Undertaker look really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could carry him but without it looking like a carry job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so I have got two other names that are Alistair Black. Um both I think would do a really good job of Undertaker. Very con- very contrasting styles though to uh, potentially retiring. Mm-hmm. Um I'll start with the most similar to Taker. Uh, Drew McIntyre, I think, would be a, a, a decent shout to retiring. I think Drew is very ring-capable. Yeah. His pro skills are improving every time. I think that's why they're putting him with the people they're putting him with. Yeah. Because Shane and Dolph are, are better promos, were better promos than him. Yeah. 
Um, I'm much, like I said on the last one, last night's Raw was really good. You should watch it. But um, there was a, a bit. Kurt Angle was meant to referee a match between Cedric Alexander and Drew, and Drew McIntyre. And they came out. They came out to uh, do like an interview, and uh, Street Profits came out, shot some shit with Kurt Angle, talked about the three eyes, drank some milk. <laughs> good guy, good laughs were had all around. Drew came out and was like, "I'm just about over here, so splitting my sides," and just carried on ripping. He just ripped the three of them, took the piss out of Angle. Was like. Remember when I borderline retired you and made you tap out to your ankle lock? He's got that ruthless, vicious streak. Yeah. I originally thought him for Cena, and I had that old rock and Cena idea in my head. Yeah. I, Drew would make, if Drew retired someone, I think it would finally add some legitimacy to a good Drew push. A yeah. big Drew push. Yeah. Which I think he needs. Yeah. He's well deserving of. He's been robbed of. The legitimacy that he started building with Ziggler, with the stupid Corbin and yeah. Shane stuff That's it, now. He's on his own. He, he is really good, but he's just being misused as the designated muscle, muscle. behind mm. a whiny bitch villain. Twice. Well, legitimately, Shane O'Mac's current run with him in the background has just been him stroking his ego, claiming he's the best in the world. And then using McIntyre to beat somebody illegitimately and cheating his way through to a victory. So it's it's not fair. Like, Drew McIntyre is really good. Claymore kicks well. That finishes. That's, it's vicious. It's vicious. And I've it's seen him hit. satisfying. Mm. When yeah. you hear it hit properly, it's yeah. just like... That cracking noise. Him saying. versus Black is a match I want him to see. Him versus Black, I would, yes. All of the S. Yes. I've, yeah. I've bought the T-shirt. I've got a full <laughs> pop. I'm all over it. Like, just, you haven't made that shit happen. Please make that shit happen. Yeah. Got the ticket, got the pop vinyl. Bought the t-shirt, bought the pop vinyl. Um, For context, by the way, guys, the Raw match that Kimbo was referring to last night was Monday the 6th of August. Monday the 5th of August. I did try, I'm sorry. Uh, And the other option I had, which may make Natalie scowl at me. Oh, don't make me use my scowl face. (laughs) Uh, Demon Bala. No. No. The Demon vs. Dead Man. No. Nope. Kind of writes itself. I can see I sort of where you're going if the yeah. demon dragged him to hell. Which I'd be okay with, like, demon that drags him off of and, just, and leaves his coat and hat. I, I yeah. sort of get it. It's smeared. It's I fine. just yeah. don't think they'd ever use him that way. No. Because then you've got a pit. There's no way you'd get kind of a one off match. You'd have to build a storyline where the Undertaker is riding. Finn. Yeah. And Undertaker and Finn doesn't make any sense unless the angle that they push is the Taker saying, I'm going to push you and push you and push you until I bring the demon out in you mm. and I'm going to be the one that yeah, the demon's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Okay, be... no, I've just talked myself into it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That would be how I'd I... I just talked myself yeah. into it. And then, the... yeah, that would be how I'd pitch it. And because, like, the demon's run at the moment, like, he's never been beaten yeah. as... Demon Ballet. I, and I, think, I don't think The Fiend is the one to do it, which is no. the one they're talking about. No. I wouldn't let like The Fiend end it. The Fiend no. is way off ending anything like that. Um, I'd possibly have him as two sets. I, 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 <laughs> I originally wanted to keep him apart. 
and now it's kind of forced them together. Yeah. It, it was, it was natural together. that they, they were clearly going to do it. Yeah. It was obvious that that was the way they were going to go. I just didn't expect them to do it so soon. Yeah, I wanted it. I thought that they'd end up building the fiend up, picking people off, which sort of links into like one of my um, tinfoil superfan theories of <laughs> uh, retiring people. Mm-hmm. So far, I mean, the fiend's literally shown up, gone to black, fucked Valor over, shown up, mandible cord Foley, shown up, mandible cord Angle. That's the fiend so far. Yeah. And I had a couple of Firefly Funhouse little bits. In yeah. The Cause I like, I quite, in the tinfoil hat territory, I quite like the idea of the fiend coming back and maybe clearing through the old blood. Which is kind of what they're doing a bit. Um, just Mike's make power. it turn up and, and goad people to come back in. Goad, like, people like John Cena and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Chat shit, get them to come in, finish them. He'd be the one to do uh, a run that specifically is retiring people. Retiring people. The fiend used that way could be quite interesting. Have, have I just done what I did with the young books? Yeah. The, 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 the fiend collecting yeah. souls. The fiend collecting souls. I have Bray Wyatt or his alternate uh, fiend, obviously, because you've got already got the monster. It'd be uh, not quite a rehash, but an update on Kane against yeah. Undertaker, yeah. which is where I was going with Bray Wyatt uh, to do the thing. So the month let the old, you know, sort of let me in thing. And then Undertaker is fi- is, taking, is getting annoyed at him taking out, you know, retiring people going, I knew a monster who was twice what you were sort of thing. And I took him out, you know, referring to Kane. Yeah. And then the fiend just takes him out. Mm. Do you know what I'd quite so like? So, takes out Undertaker in that sense. Links into what you were just saying. Imagine if, and this is like proper, it's not even tinfoil hat territory mm. anymore. It's like, just, I'm on a different <laughs> entire platform of existence. But, bear with me. <laughs> the Fiend and the Demon as a tag team. Mm. And you bring Kane back and you retire him as well with the Undertaker. I didn't. Well. I didn't include. I didn't include Kane in this list. Spoilers: He's not in the list. Yeah. Um. Because he's he's pretty much done. He's not yeah. a mayor. Yeah. He's now a politician. Well, uh, for uh, a one-off. He was still yeah. wrestling when he was a politician. Oh yeah. For a one-off. For a one-off. So you build the storyline up, yeah. and you only use Taker. Yeah. And it's Taker and the Fiend, and the Fiend and Demon and are have... doing this like weird thing, and then they decide to pair up. You have the cane and last then, minute. Yeah. Uh, literally on the night, take a, take you hear Taker come in, and the, those the fiend and the demon come in and do that, and suddenly, because uh, it looks like the match is about to go, suddenly, do 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 do, and everyone's like, what? Oh. And then the fire comes, and Kane walks down, just looks at the Undertaker, puts his hand out, they shake, and then they turn, they start the beat down, which then flips, and the the fiend and demon take over the I, fight. I, I do something similar. But I'd have it where you set it up as fiend v demon, but then it all goes to black. Yeah, takes in the take middle. Comes out. Yeah, and then Kane's still at the top. Yeah. So it's a complete like, oh, we best sort this out. Yeah. We sort each other out. Yeah. And we do you do it that way. Yeah. I'm just checking the, notes. And sorry. what I actually also the thing is just to cap it off to really put it to bed. Because he, because Taker was the king of this match, bring it back for one special. The Taker gets buried alive. 
Yeah. Bring a buried alive match and the fiend buries him alive. Yeah. And that's how it, that's how you end the dead man. All you see and then it, that could be like the last match of a big thing and it just fades to black with the dead man dead and the dead just man hear finally his, dies. Yeah, and you hear his on you hear his music, you know, the, the funeral the march and, and so on and just leave it fades to black and that's the end of the match and you're like, Yeah, the dead man's dead. Yeah. I'd quite like the build to that as well, like not the cane bit, but you were talking about retiring people, so yeah. some of the other names on this list have got Bray Wyatt issues. Uh, yeah. The Rock ruined his WrestleMania, Randy Orton obviously had that weird bug in the ring match. Yeah. So get Bray in his Firefly Funhouse kind of little mm-hmm. TV show. To make little comments like, that are sort of semi-loaded. Yeah. Oh, hey Randy, I'm really sorry about how that match went down at WrestleMania. Even though you did beat my ass and humiliate me in front of my friends and family, it's okay. I wish to extend my apologies to you. <laughs> twitch, twitch. Twitch. Yeah, the, the little crackle, crackle. Puts his hands, puts his hands to his face. Let me in. Yeah. yeah, and you hear the let me in. Yeah. I think the Fiend legitimately could be one of the most exciting things that they have at the moment, and mm. if they misuse it and fuck it up, I'm going to be absolutely fucking yeah. fuming. I'm going to say that too short. I've got on fire. I will riot. I will be a night clown. <laughs> <laughs> The thing that I've already given you the money for, I'm going to burn no. in protest. Okay. Uh, anyone got anything else to add to the Undertaker? Or? No. no, I'm more. I think we've. Uh, I think you've actually think, got I four think... really good options. Yeah. Take away black, we can still free. Yeah, but options. with black, the one thing I will say is black isn't just a proficient wrestler. His promos are so good. His promos are great. His entrance is great. Everything about it is great. The one thing. Fine. <laughs> again, the list gets longer. <laughs> I had to For me, in there. he's I so totally agree. he's so intelligent and calculated. Yeah. yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. Wrestler. He's like he's three or four moves ahead of every other wrestler. Yeah. He's just he's. There's, yeah, bloody hell, Frank! If you can move <laughs> around, be quiet about it. Um. I think that's what sets him apart. It's he's so he can he'll be in a match and he'll, he'll just sit down across like and be like yeah he'll do the yeah he'll do the whole um, cross leg like oh it's okay I'm nice and calm. It's just there's nothing like him. No, we've not had anything like him. Whereas with Takey, you've got that whole like you can tell he's pissed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's fire and brimstone. Yeah. With Takey, oh yeah. With with Black, it's just like I'll just kick your ass. Yeah, it's and the just, heart he, just, he just puts his hands together, crosses his legs, and be like, "How was that little ass whipping you got there?" Yeah, he's he's a very different beast, yeah. and that's what I think the company needs right now. Oh yeah, I agree. I also would like to now move on. I think that's fine. Okay, I don't want to do less than the last. Can we <laughs> please? Because I don't want to. But. Okay, the final. No, that's fine. I'll go. We've only got two left, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I want you to do the other guy last. Oh, you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, All right. I've got less to say on the other guy. I've got a lot to say on the <laughs> last guy because he made. I, I think he's the most interesting one. I think I don't think Lesnar's as interesting to retire. So let's let's end on him then, and yeah. we'll do Lesnar now. Yep. So we're going to okay. talk about big bad beefy Brock. Lesnar, the Just beast incarnate. Fuck Brock Lesnar. The cunt. So, Lesnar. I did make... No, I did I, make... I think it. 
That's how you do it. I think he's a cunt. I did make the argument earlier. He has started showing up a lot more. I believe he's been on the last two episodes of Raw in a row. Which Jesus nice Christ, has he oh been Oh my right? God, he he's... actually turned up to do his actual job. He's only missed one pay-per-view since Money in the Bank. Wow, so he's actually doing his job. Yes, mm. yes he is. We're not allowed to say congratulations, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying congratulations. Fucking job. I'm not saying congratulations, I'm just saying that's one less stick to beat him with. He's doing his job. I wouldn't beat him with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he'd break the stick and kick your ass. I'd put you to a table if I had I'm the muscle mass. That bitch-titted fuck isn't catching me. Yeah. He turns red three seconds after getting into a ring. Say. I can outrun that dude, yeah. and I am not a fit woman. This is not the body of a woman that skips a meal or watches what she's drinking, and I could outrun that fuck. I could outrun that fuck if I was drunk, walking sideways. <laughs> Christ, he, he, he spends that much time doing his little bitch hop at the top of the ramp. By the time he gets in the ring, he's like, oh, no, no, no. And down. gets carried yeah. by people that are being either underused or misused. He gets too many opportunities. Yeah. He gets, yeah. He gets, he's, he's, he does he's, have a cool theme tune, though. I do quite like the theme tune. The theme tune's the only good thing about him. I think she's decent. I like the F5. Really? Like, how many times do you have to see that before you get Yeah, I'm bored well? of seeing it, but it's still cool. But if it's you watch only, it once, it's, it's the cool. only thing he can do. He does some suplexes. He punches people. Oh, wow. Oh, as a wrestler, wow, how technical he can do a punch. <laughs> oh, I can punch people. That makes me a professional wrestler. The only time I've ever seen him physically engage in a way that wasn't entirely boring is when he's beating the shit out of somebody with a chair or a stick. Mm. Oh, and then it's fucking dangerous. Yeah, the the way that he went in on Seth, I can't remember when this was now. I've yeah. it the week weeks. before last, when he did the F5s onto the chair and he did the one on the stretch. He's, d- he's dangerous. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, I would say, not allegedly, not no, maybe, watching him, uh, objectively as an outsider, you watch him and he loses his fucking temper and he screams and you can just see spit flying out of his mouth and you know that he's swearing and it's all being bleeped out. He loses it. He's not professional. There comes a point in the match where you see Brock Lesnar lose it. He stops being professional and professional for him is sketching it best and then he becomes fucking dangerous. The way he like absolutely rails on people with chairs and with other stuff because he, he can't wrestle. beat the yeah. shit out of Seth with that chair. It's, yeah. And I genuinely, like, it stopped being entertainment oh, no, and it started being... It's been very difficult to watch. The, what the fuck is going on? Like, I cringe at it. It's hard to watch that stuff. And I don't think you can justify that level of... And, I, again, it's going to sound sort of hypocritical because... It's wrestling show, so it's glorified fighting. But there's a level of violence where you just go, no, this isn't okay. Why is he being allowed to do this repeatedly? There comes why why is Vince still so hell bent on keeping Brock Lesnar as his little shiny? Nobody likes him. Nobody wants him. He does the absolute bare minimum that he needs to do. He's not safe in the ring. He's not physically fit enough to carry a proper match without significant assistance from the poor bastard that gets stuck with yeah. him. Look when they put him with Finn. That was absolutely that ridiculous. Was a carry job. Finn carried that the whole Every way and had hard. to take a pin. 
And my heart just broke for him. Finn Balor is an extraordinary man. In the ring, he's just electric to watch. I know there was an accidental pun then. But just like to be misused that way. And they did the same with Seth. And they've done the same with Roman. They keep pairing Brock with people that are much more deserving of the opportunity. Making them carry that fuck bastard. And then making them take a pin. And it's just not fair. (coughs) Imagine being told that you're going to do all this in a match and then and then at the very end of it Les he's going to come out twice and then pin you yeah Les is going to come out last minute cash in and be like right yeah it's my belt now and I'm now the, the champion again legitimately it feels like Brock has to do zero fucking work and get a title he can lose his temper and become unprofessional and beat the shit out of someone to a level that would not be acceptable by anyone else but Brock can get away with it. And not to mention, to quote John Mox, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but that's about three billion pounds, uh, three billion dollars, yeah. straight his way. Bro, I just think we all need to chill out and retire him with the king of bros, my man, my riddle. Really? In my notes, I've put anyone. <laughs> I have literally. Put, oh my god! Yes. I've anyone. literally put. Anyone in capital letters mm. and an exclamation mark underlined. I am going to take a photo of However, just to show you that this Riddle is, is not the guy to do it. You say this because Riddle's a massive arsehole as well. I'll let him have the opportunity <laughs> to make the argument for you. I want to know why he's so anti Riddle, but because we'll he's anti Gilbert. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot he hates Goldberg. So, Matt Riddle is a performer MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Like Lesnar. They've got the same background. Yeah. Instead of being so angry all the time, Matt Riddle comes to the ring in sandals and kicks him off in a humorous fashion. He's the surfer dude, is he? He's, he's the king of bros, bro. He is the anti-Lesnar. He is everything we want. He is the king. Matt Riddle to retire. And plus, he keeps tweeting that he wants to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar, which I'm way okay with. He also wants to be the one to knock out Goldberg, which I'm also okay with. But this is why Strawn doesn't like Matt Riddle, because he wants to be the one to knock out Goldberg, and it hurts him. No, he's a try-hard. If he's tweeting that much, he'd be like, I want to retire this guy, I want to retire this guy. Dude, focus on the career that you've got, and focus on actually working your way up the ranks. Don't sort of go like, oh, I've just been signed to NXT. Let me have a full-on title shot. Well, not a full-on title shot, but give me a full-on retirement match with... Some of the biggest names. Earn it first. Yeah. Well, Earn your place. Well, he is earning it. He's not, he's not said, I want to be signed straight to the main roster. He's doing the NXT time. He's not getting title shots in NXT yet, though he deserves one because his work in NXT is crazy good. He's so... In the way we were praising Alistair Black for being so unique, Riddle's so unique in how he goes about everything. Yeah, the kicking off the flip flops thing is sort of funny. It's it's it. so good, and he's got a weird little mushroom jellyfish tattoo. On it's a arm. mushroom. Is it definitely it's, a mushroom? Yeah, I've, we've looked this up before. Is he the what? Low effort one. No, that's Orange Cassidy. That's Orange Cassidy. Oh, because when you said with the kick off thing, I was just thinking. Oh, no, um, no, he jumped Riddle the top comes row in and he's like and got shorts like a, on and a t shirt. He's got long blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. He comes in and just double leg kidnapped in the 
the thongs, the flip-flops. Yeah. I became Australian for two seconds. Then. Yeah. The thongs get kicked off. Well, yeah, Matt Riddle would be my choice. I like Matt Riddle to do it. Uh, I don't dislike Matt Riddle. He is I... a great wrestler. He's so good. And as much, it pains me to say that. <laughs> See, I scared you get knocked out the I, I didn't do Lesnar because he's so fecking inconsistent. I didn't think he'd actually turn up for his own retirement match. He probably won't. So, uh, so I haven't thought. But with one, with during this conversation, I've just thought who it should be, and it is Mr. Low Effort. <laughs> because I think it would be apps. Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy just retires. for the fun he does a couple of like, puts his hands in his pockets kicks him a few times then all he has to do is Lesnar goes to like, loses it goes to do him he shifts out of the way he smacks his head on the turnbuckle <laughs> falls down and he just look, and Orange Cassidy just looks around puts his foot on his chest for the pin and goes like that and the ref goes one, two, three and he's just confused at what's just <laughs> happened sort of like did, did I do that? what the that oh, would be hilarious. That is how I would like to see Lesnar talk <laughs> yeah. about the industry. Yes, I'm on board. <laughs> Cross out my anyone comment. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe somebody that has had to take the hit for him deserves the opportunity to retire him. Mm. So your Finns and your Seth and your Roman. AJ, like Brian. AJ. You've, you've got a <laughs> anyone good... Anyone on the <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for the sheer level of abuse that Seth has had from him and how long they've been keeping this beef between the two, logically, for me, Seth makes the most mm. sense. He's had to carry that fat fuck yeah. for a long-ass time. Yeah. And there's been a lot of beef, and he's taken. But the, the it was the the cash in that bothered me, and we all knew exactly what he was going to fucking do. And everybody bitched and moaned when Bliss did this when she cashed in because all the damage had been done, so she didn't need to do really anything, and then she cashed in. And they used the exact same tactic with Brock, and Brock just beat the shit out of him with a chair after he'd just done a doubles match. And finished him, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like a fair cash in, and I know that the cash ins don't have to be, and that's exactly the point of them. They can be cashed in at any time, any place. But it just feels slimy, and Brock feels slimy, and he turns up and he takes belts and he does the bare minimum to keep them, and he will start beating the shit out of people with a chair before the bells rang, and then the bell will have to get rang, and. Then the chair gets dropped, so he can't get disqualified because the chair hitting only happened before the bell rang. And it's just... I'm bored of him now. I dislike the man sincerely. Yeah. Like, from the bottom of my heart, I dislike Brock Lesnar. Mm. I don't even think he's a particularly good heel anymore. I think back in the day, yeah, probably was. Now, he's just a bully and he's unprofessional, mm -hmm. and he's unsafe, and he's arrogant, and he's a prick. Yeah. And I don't think we should even really be giving him the time to retire him. I think he should just get my my tin hat one. If we're not going to let one of the guys that have taken yeah. a lot of shit from him 
the right they have to fucking end him. Have Heyman fire him. Uh, so? Have Heyman fire him and have Heyman take somebody else on and have him ex- escorted off the building and just sack him. Yeah. Don't give him, Don't give him the, the, the satisfaction or the, the, the gravity of him having the title finish fight. I want him to turn up thinking he's going to have a match with somebody like Seth and he get into the ring and Heyman looks him in the eyes mm-hmm. and moves to the other side of the ring. Yeah. Tears up Brock's contract and says, you're sacked. You are now the champion of blah, 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 whatever the fucking title he's decided to just randomly steal by cheating at that point. And get Brock fucked out, fucked off, packed up and gone. I'm I think that's the only those. way that I would be happy to see him retired. I want him just binned off. Just say, you've bre- we've been looking through your contract. You've breached it for this, for this, for this, for this. The fans have been saying for months that we do not like you, we do not want you, and we do not think that you are correct for this business. And as such, you are no longer welcome. You are fired with immediate effect. And get a load of fake bouncers to come and drag him out and yeah. take him off. And that's how I want Beck on. Well, about if Paul Heyman's advocate Baron Corbin came and <laughs> <laughs> Bastard Heyman. Baron. Mm-hmm. Going on the comedy lines, I mean, I'm happy with fucking anyone <laughs> reti- apart from Riddle. Anyone <laughs> retiring this useless arsehole. There is one that if it ever happened, and I know it won't, but it'd make me so happy because it'd be so ridiculous. Ridiculous. Our truth? No. John Hamm? No. <laughs> Michael Bond? No. More ridiculous than all of those. Joey Ryan. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Pin for his penis! <laughs> yes! Oh my god! What? Go penis for the penis guy. flip and then done. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy. The yeah. one with the magic strong penis. Yes. Yeah. Having, <laughs> yes. having to agree to grab another man's penis and then be, and then be flipped over it. Yes. And pinned and done. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doing the, the whole arm straight. Oh, Don't get me then. wrong, it would never happen. Yeah. Not in this life. In another dimension, maybe it's happened in one of the various other universes that yeah. have happened. In ours, sadly, it'll never happen. But Joey Ryan, hell. Tag teaming with fucking Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. That's become a thing recently. Stick them both together again. Get rid of Lesnar. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could get on board with that. Yeah. Sorry, I just had like a, a like um what's the word I'm looking for? Handicap match. Yeah. Seth, Raymond and Finn in a handicap match. And um, three of them take on Brock. Uh, yeah, just I would. I'd, I'd like to see those three work together as a unit. I yeah. think they could be quite interesting, and I don't think you're ever going to see them together. Well, other than like Roman and Seth naturally have yeah. done the Shield stuff, but I think Finn and Seth could be really interesting with each other. Yeah, and I think that Roman might be kind of the the solid muscle in the middle that you need to get you've the got, final you've finish. You've got the grounded muscle. You've got Seth you've got, who's somewhere in between. You've got Finn who's the high flyer. And I think the three of them together could be an absolutely stellar tag team. That would be that. That's a conversation for the podcast because dream tag teams would be one for future great. Right? Make an to dream tag teams. However, I've got, I've got it. the issue you've got with that is good luck trying to get those three to let to get lessons to last long enough to fight the three of them. 
It'd be a beatdown. It'd be a beatdown. It'd be a beatdown, Mum. And I think it'd be brutal and it'd be savage and it'd be exactly what Brock's been at the end of matches and the beginning of matches when he's kind of cheated his way through to getting what he wanted. I think it should be a no-DQ handicap match and the three of them just come in with fucking kendo sticks and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I think we've... um... But I think he's a really super guy. (laughs) Made our opinions known on uh, Beefy Brock. So we'll just move on to our final selection. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce him and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go last because I've got a lot, and I've still got two other wrestlers that are part of this package deal. Oh, okay. Because I've not gone into it yet. So, finally, it's the King of Kings, the game, the Cerebral Assassin, my personal favourite wrestler of all time. Still would. Triple H. Again, the list gets longer. H's been on the list for some time now. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm going last. I've got a lot. Who wants to go first? Then, I'll guys? go first. I don't know how controversial you guys think this is, but I'd like to see... I wouldn't retire H alone... For this reason, and it's purely a passing the torch thing again, I'd get DX versus the OG. Okay. I'd have it where you've got essentially AJ Styles pins H. But then you've got the added bonus of it being the, the big bad club sort of, what's it, putting down and putting an end to DX. You kill two birds with one stone and be like, right, you're done now. Would H see that as a H retirement, though? Arguably, like... Arguably, probably not, but that's what I mean. Like, you you put an end to an entire... What is essentially the most controversial tag team? Faction, I I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would argue most controversial faction ever to grace any... Uh, sports entertainment <coughs> against what is essentially one of the longest running and most unique. We've had a tumbleweed moment again, and I'm yeah, not entirely I'm not, sure why. Like, I I'm don't not, feel like that deserved a tumbleweed moment. I'm not against the idea. I said, like I said, I'm, I'm not against the idea. They wouldn't be in my top seven people to retire Triple H. <laughs> That's a very specific seven. top seven. Like, AJ Styles wouldn't be in my top seven to retire Triple H. I, I, I don't... If you've got five or ten, you would say top five or ten, or in between. You only say top and then very specific number if it is exactly that number. AJ Styles number eight. I just... I, I get it, and I think it's an interesting idea. Um, if you want to go one on one, I'm well, picking Styles. Okay. I was going to say, I think that you would if you went with. So you do the an teams, end of the generation. H won't see that as a H retirement. Well, then you do they it that way. Then it. you do it as an end of the, the generation. You, you retire them as a, a faction. H and AJ square off at the end and yeah. go right. It's one on one now. That you, I could you buy guys into. pull the stunt or something like. Get Gallows or Anderson to do something to H, and he's like, 
I'm not fucking having this. Yeah. It's me and you next time. And you end it up with AJ retiring H. Number eight on the list. This is going to be a long list. No, I'm, only, I'm only going to talk about two. Oh, that's oh, okay. Oh, but this leads will... into the, can, the... Oh, what's it called? The Black Iron Man. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, do you want us to publish a list of the full seven? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> okay. On the social media outlets, so yeah. you want us to... No, it's okay. Like, I don't... You want... I, I, if you want me to release the list, I'll put it on social media. So you will be releasing the list. I feel like you need to know what the uh, top seven are. Thanks. Shit, yes, we want to know what the top seven are. Yeah, yeah that's fine, I'll do the list. I've right. made you commit to that now, it's happening. So I've gone AJ, and, the club. and mm. the club, retiring DX, and yeah. Stroke H. So. Where did you go with it then, Hunter? Well, I've just gone with Roman Reigns, because I think that would be a lovely image. I'm just generally, <laughs> I, like, you know, I have literally. Are you, nice. are, are you going for a lovely image in the sense of like, oh, that would. Yeah, and also speaking for my people, but I also have the um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I just love the idea of uh, Roman uh, just uh, Roman Reigns and Triple H having a thing, and then Roman coming out on top and just going, yeah, I did that. Just I think it'd be an ace match and probably an all right lead up, but with H, the big dog takes out the game. Yeah, I also just couldn't think of anyone because Triple H is just that. Right, he's married. He's married into the family that owns it. Yeah. And he's also running NXT, as in he's the, the man. His, so, that's his brainchild. So the idea yeah. of retiring him, anyone retiring him, other than him just announcing, sorry, my um, personal commitments and my backstage commitments are outweighing the moment. I'm still going to be part of this universe. You're still going to see my face. I'm just not going to wrestle. That's the only way I see H going out. Because that's he's how, that's too, how I intended it. He's too, he's too embedded. It's, it's like, retiring, it's like yeah. retiring Vince McMahon. He owns the place. He's not going to retire it. Is it? No one's going to take him no, out. No, but it's like Triple H. Um, no one's going to take out the owner. Who was it? Um, fuck. Ew. I've had a brain fart. Yeah. Um, Triple H did have a a match up with somebody, and it was Triple H. Will it, it was his re- wrestling career. That was it. Um, yeah, but. They've already done. That's what I mean. That also helps. They've already done the one person that could take out him, and he's taking him out already. Yeah, but the whole thing with that was it was that was Batista's retirement. Yeah, he just wanted one big fanfare. He was like, "I've I've got Hollywood now. Like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm MCU." Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. He's safe. Fuck you, bitches. I'm MCU. He's like, I miss wrestling. I just want to come back, do one big hurrah, and yeah. I'm gone. Like, thank you, and I'm gone. Um. But yeah, that was the whole point of the hate thing. Of like, yeah, but that's, if I lose, I retire. It's like, but that's what we I mean. know it's you're been, not. Yeah, but it's been done, and the idea of having it again not only seems redundant, but we know it can't happen because it's like, well, you're married to the owner's daughter, you're very good friends with the owner's son and the owner himself, and you also run. The other, well, yeah, yeah, it's retiring from in ring wrestling, it's right. the in ring stuff like that's what was on the line with Batista. It yeah. was his in ring career was going to get buried, yeah. If he lost, he could not go back in the ring and wrestle again if he'd lost that match, and that's what we're arguing for. 
He's always going to be part of the company. He plays these yeah. fucking let's, let's face it. Let's face it. He's going to be the guy who wins. He'll, he'll oh, place, oh, when when Vince does eventually get pride, cold and chair. stiff out of his chair. Because he will die in the chair. We yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Even when he's running, what's it called? AFL. American Football League. Wow. He's a, he's yeah, starting he's his own football league. league. Oh, XFL. Yeah, he tried it a few years back and flopped, but he's trying it again now. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're going up against the NFL. No, yeah. I don't think it's it's not American football, is it? Isn't it yeah, soccer? Yeah, yeah, oh, is it American football? It's American football, but it's it's running it's running in the NFL offseason, so it's year round football. Yeah, but it'd be it'd be like it'd be like someone coming up against FIFA. Getting a football, you know, UK football well, match, and going, oh, I've got my own league. It's FIFA, and all the other teams just go, ah, that was fun of you, and then just go back to playing yeah. FIFA if soccer. If it's between seasons for NFL, when NFL, I think that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. NFL season stops, XFL kicks in, oh. and then NFL starts back up, and it'll be the XFL off season. So oh, they right. just they'll be on rotation. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. Going to say, cause you it is meant to be a competitor for. He's openly said this. He's just he's he tried it before. He realised where it went wrong. He's trying it again. Um, but he's got the money. He's he can he's just got way more money. That's what the Saudi money's funded. I know I said I can't mention it, but I mentioned it yeah. just for that. Um, just, that context is fine. Yeah, but also just to provide context to your Roman thing, because some people might go, why Roman? You don't know this, Johnson. However, when the shield was originally formed, mm-hmm. Roman was not meant to be the muscle in it. it Ambrose and Seth were handpicked, and so was another guy who I can't remember the name of for, my, for the life of me. Nor does it really matter because he, he got binned by Vince. Vince was like, he's not the guy. Vince handpicked. Vince buried someone. Shocked. The guy doesn't wrestle anymore. Huh? The guy doesn't wrestle anymore. Well, you wouldn't, would you, if you'd just been buried by one of the biggest names in the street? Well, he was still in WWE. They just rejected him for the Shield. And Roman, hand, yeah, Roman was handpicked by Vince. And imagine thinking point. for the rest of your career, that could have been me. But the Shield is a hate creation that Vince dabbled in, and that's why Roman came in. Oh, that makes sense. So, Roman being the unwanted child mm. in Triple H... And then being the one to pay to pay him, even though Roman's not on my two, makes a lot of logical sense. Was he in the top seven? He was number four. Oh, there, go. there you go, folks. Exclusive on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Was number four is Roman. Seth is number three after one and two. Who I was? Oh, so you pick you picks. That's a really weird noise he's made there. <laughs> Seth is in the two. I'm going to talk. About. No, but you, you pick Seth over Roman. Yeah, hundred percent. Seth's about a technical wrestler. Oh, God, yeah. Roman mm. is muscle. Mm. Yeah. Technically lacking in some aspects. I did mean to interject earlier when we said about the fact that Lesnar... Um, I'm getting back a, a slight tad here, but before I get called up on this from anybody, about Lesnar being... Um, only able to pull him off two or three moves. I know, before anyone writes in and emails, I know Goldbigger does two moves. <laughs> <laughs> but he does them gloriously. He at least executes them well. Yeah, apart from in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. The reason that man has a streak is because it's his spit, spear, jackhammer, repeat. 
done. Not F5, 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 F5. F5. Suplex, suplex, F5, F5. Oh, wow, he's doing beat route and swearing. And, and yeah, and sweating out pure steroids. But yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, I'm still in there before I get any hate mail about this because I'm not having hate mail about Goldberg. Kimber. Are we all done? Um, no, I've, not, I've not pitched a H. Um, but you're going to have to bear with me on this one because I've got a story. That I've got two to... stories. Are you ready? Um, H I struggled with just because sort of the gravity of the guy yeah. as well. Like Batista for me, it's a shame that it had to be his way out rather than H's way out because Batista would have been amazing to if he'd got that win and then just went, huh. oh, by the way, I'm retired now and just walked off like swaggering and cool as shit. That would have been cool and I think that would have been a nice end for it. It's not going to happen. And yeah, you it, don't get it didn't happen. Again. Yeah, so it's done. So that's not going to happen. Um, I had kind of two. One requires a story attached to it, so I'll go with that one second. Um, Drew McIntyre, I thought, would be interesting. I think in ring, they'd look really good together. They would All that got... leather... I'm on board. <laughs> um, but no, Is Drew uh, but on the list? Drew, Drew's always on the list. Oh, my God. Drew's on the Drew. list. Of course Drew's on. Look at that man. Drew's on my half list. And she can't stand Scottish accents. I just don't talk to me. Just to interject quickly, Johnson's of the half has Drew on her list. And she's only seen the guy once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it, true. Drew on your list, Johnson. I'm trying to remember which one. Scottish psychopaths. Got long black hair, beard, tiny leather trunks. Long, leather long, trunks. long black leather coat with no mm. sleeves in it. McIntyre. So just Frank. getting Frank on it. Um, um, right. I would love to see H get put out with a Claymore. Yeah. I think that could be amazing. The move. Just not advocating <laughs> his death. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, the Claymore kick. Sorry. Just no. to clarify. Not on um, your list? No, it's not on my list. Have you got a picture of him with facial hair without? With? That's him now, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. not him. I don't like That's him not... without the facial hair. No, no he looks weird and childish. No beard, no party. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just saying. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, so mainly just because I'd get to see Jim McIntyre. Yeah, I'll get the impression that's going to be a t-shirt at some point. <laughs> yeah. No beard, no party. Just a picture of me, like... Yeah. And a little goatee in the middle. Just my beard. <laughs> Little like a Drew McIntyre proper beard, a distinguished beard. Um, but yeah, like I think H and McIntyre would look great in the ring together. I it think would technically work. they'd be pretty interesting, and he, you could le- legitimately, if we're going that like, referring to what we were talking to earlier, McIntyre's been misused. And he deserves an opportunity to have a, a solo push. He needs to stop being used as just the muscle of the a jobber. current mm. bully, the current bitchy, whiny bully that's using Drew just to get by and win. Um, you could, oh, there is sort of kind of a way of doing it as well. Like if you think that uh, Drew's being misused at the moment by Shano, Shano and him could kick off. H could try and step in to kind of like break it up. Drew kicks off at H. They have beef for a few weeks. It builds up. You end up with a big match. Claymore's yeah. is done. Mm-hmm. There's a there is a plausible way of getting that story arc in as well. Even though that I don't, 
I might be wrong, but I don't think there's been any kind of contact between Hage and McIntyre so far. Like Apart previously. from when they were in NXT and yeah. like H was in charge um, of him. An, an NXT selection that came up, somebody that H has nurtured and brought up and has then succeeded and got to the point where he can legitimately take somebody like H on, I think would be a beautiful way to end him. Yeah. He's he's ended up basically rearing his own yeah. Um, what's the word like, yeah. The guy that beats him, the guy that ends his career, he trained, he bought to the company, he got there. Oh, he brought back, he yeah. He bought yeah, his yeah. own doom, yeah. sort of thing. Similar sort of vein, Alistair Black. I would love to see Alistair Black beat H again. Visually, I think they'd look great in the ring together. You'd have the moody entrances. There'd be a lot of kind of hype because it's all very dark. It's all very broody. You just have Alistair come in and just sit in the middle of the ring and just barely even register H's arrival. And H would pull H, everything H would pull out, everything out and then Alistair would go bare minimum and just sit in the middle of the ring and just like look at him. And it's it would be again that clash of styles. I, w- I wouldn't call Alistair's intro bare minimum. He'd do his usual intro. Yeah, but compared to what compared, H's well, is going to yeah, be, H will go H's, big and go home. Money, money, yeah, money, it'll, money, it'll money. come out on a motorbike with a gang of other motorbikes with him, and there'll be flames, and it'll be. Step I think back. H would end up doing like a massive biker, bigger version of an Alistair Black entrance mm-hmm. directly after Alistair Black. Alistair will do his normal entrance. Do his little flip, sit cross-legged in the ring, and just sit in the middle of the ring, watching, like facing, and like turn himself to face the entrance. Mm-hmm. When H comes out, H, it will be basically all the same lighting, but you'll just see like a rush and like a thousand candles light up, mm. and he comes out on a motorbike that kind of lifts out of the stage, and it'll be kind of a bit of a fuck you, a yeah. mock up of like a bigger badder. H version of an Alistair Black entrance. Just say, like, don't you fucking forget, I'm the one that got you here. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, Alistair Black... Alistair Black is H's little baby. Like, he's pulled him through NXT and he's got him where he is and he's, he's... pulled him to the main roster and it would be uh, the pupil taking out the teacher kind yeah. of thing. It would be the, the you know, the apprentice is now yeah. the master and takes the master out. And I think that could be a really beautiful angle. He's also the reason that Alistair Black has not suffered a loss in singles competition mm-hmm. on the main roster. H. H doesn't go all out to protect people. Unless they're well deserved of. And, yeah. and Black is one of the few since they've come up, he's gone balls to wall and yeah. protecting this man. For my black thing, it linked back to, because I was really struggling with certain names on the list, like who I think would be a legitimate pick. And I quite liked the idea of maybe black or kind of maybe the, the fiend or taker maybe. Taker goes through the car and starts taking people out and black takes out the taker and then somehow it links in. But if if... Yeah, yeah. I just think Alistair Black would be awesome to take out H. Just so, it's simple and it's clean. Yeah. Just like him maybe picking off people and starting making... Because he cuts a mean promo 
he could just kind of he could make a, just a very simple reference like I've come from obscurity, but yeah. it turns out I'm better than the people that yeah, I've been learning from. Yeah. Now look at me, I've I've transcended, I've leveled up. Like there is nobody here that I cannot beat. And H could go, um, I'm sorry, what? Don't you forget who got you here? And you go, if you're that confident that I'm not better than you, put your career on the line. I'm not afraid of you anymore. And do that kind of angle. And I just think it could be quite cool. It doesn't even need to be built up over a particularly long period of time. You just need Alistair to have a really good one where he's just beating just, everyone. Yeah, he just needs to win. He needs, he needs a good streak. Yeah. Not, not like a Goldberg streak. You don't need to go that heavy. But I think you could. I think if you start pushing Goldberg Street numbers, Black like looks undefeatable. And every time he wins, his confidence builds. He makes a comment about the next person he's going to take on, and they bite and they bite and they keep biting and he keeps winning. And then you've got fifty, sixty, seventy wins behind him, and he just goes, "Yeah, not even who who have I got left to fight? I mean, I'm." Not even H could beat me at this point. Yeah. And H would go, uh, what? I'm sorry? You think that you you think you could beat the guy that got you here? You go, yeah. You're that confident. Take me. Bring it. And I'd, I'd be all over that. But it also means giving Alistair the time I think he deserves. He yeah. needs a good... You'd need to give him a good streak, build a good streak up, let him run, run his mouth, cut some really nice mean... Yeah. But classy and low-key promos and then close the door on H. And that's me out. <laughs> so, here's the two. In second place on who should retire, Triple H. Does this need a drum roll? <laughs> no, 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 not me. It's welcome. What do you do? Adam Cole, baby. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> if you can't see... Burns is actually walking out <laughs> over that one. Of course you pick Adam Cole. <sighs> so, this is a big Undisputed Era thing. So it ties in with the retirement of Hardy Boys and Orton at the same time. Okay. So, they come, so I, I've heard a lot of fan questions about how people would bring up the Undisputed Era, and I agree with most of it. You don't have them called up in the normal way, by so you're thinking more of like a, an anti-evolution thing. So they show up in... Uh, they, De-evolution. Yeah, yeah, basically. So they do the NXT call-ups for the year in like May, April, May, whatever they do after mm-hmm. Mania. And they don't call up on the year. This is the third time they've not been called up in a row. So... They're building something then, do Yeah, they? exactly. Um, but, so, and then... The raw after the the raw after the call ups after the Superstar Shake Up, the the main events going on, and you hear boom, and the tick tick tick, the Undisputed Era theme tune starts playing. The four of them come down, take out everyone in the ring, and you, it, this is during the main event. So Roman's there, or Seth, or Lesnar, Strowman, who else? away, pulling out, punches, taking no chances, and they just. They don't allow a show to end properly. They don't allow angles to build naturally. They just keep taking out and taking out people who stop showing up to NXT recordings because they feel they're too big for NXT. They've been there too long. They are ready for their main roster call and they are taking it via force. 
H, and then H starts sending the boys at him, so he sends the Hardys. The Hardys go after uh, Fish and O'Reilly, the tag team, Red Dragon. Um, Fish and O'Reilly end then. He sends Orton. Orton goes straight to go, uh, for Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong ends him. Finally, H comes down himself, and he's like, this has to end. And Adam Cole's like, nah. What has to end is your career. Big pay-per-view. Adam Cole comes out. H comes out. No undisputed era there. Some H factions there. Some mock-up at the click. DX. Whatever. Whatever you want it to be. Whatever's left. <laughs> of H's many attempts at being in a faction. I was going to say, for any longer, it won't be... There'll be half of Evolution left. This is it. So it's what be him and Orton. Because Ric Flair looks like a corpse wound up. So Batista's retired. He's not aging well, is he, Ric Flair? Aging well. He's aging like a neglected horseradish. That's not what I don't even care. That was his That was well done. A neglected horseradish. Have you seen it? He's either wearing a purple coat or some shit. He looks like a neglected horseradish. His daughters are much better. Allegedly. So like an explosion in a shit ton. <laughs> <laughs> like a hard boiled bollock. And yeah, so Cole retires <laughs> H after fucking ruining WWE for a good three months. Basically is the angle I build it up to. So you're thinking like a lay waste of the entire To the entire WWE, yeah. So they march through it. And they wouldn't like I say normal angles, normal title matches wouldn't happen. Yeah. Undisputed era. They'd just be ignored. constantly on they, everybody yeah, and exactly. driving everything. However, that's not my most tinfoil theory. <laughs> Number one. To be fair, I, I wouldn't call that tinfoil theory. No, I think that's pretty pretty mainstream. I think a lot of people apply that's it. In the, that's in the realms of possibility. It's definitely doable. It's got mm. a legitimacy that I wasn't expecting when the words Adam Cole Bebe left your face. Exactly. However, this one possibly lacks that legitimacy and realism. Cody Rhodes. So, mate, I would... I would pay. love... I didn't say Cody Rhodes <laughs> because I'd already said Young Bucks and thought I'd only get away with one. So this feeds into the Young Bucks. <laughs> my pick for the Young Bucks. I didn't want to piss you off too much, honey <laughs> bee. So the Young Bucks and Cody both do the retiring of the Harley Boys and H. Yeah. So, but this how this would work Instead of it being like a, a separate indie show or something, Vince is gone. He's doing XFL or he's dead or whatever. Whatever needs to happen for this to happen. Hate and Cody. So Vince is dead. Vince, could you not do it with Ring of Honor? No. This has to happen my way. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shut your whole mouth. So, uh, my whole mouth is asking the honest questions. No, no, this has to happen this way. H and Cody are respectively the mouthpieces and faces of their of their brands yeah. at this point. And they both look damn good in suit. H We already knew Cody Rose on the list, it's okay. And the fans so the fans are sick of the talent being split. They want they want to see some of these dream matches. They want Seth versus Kenny, they want the Young Bucks. Kenny could be interesting. I'd pay to see that. They want the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. They want all these matches. So Cody and H agree. 
They do a one-off show once a year. They could do that as a charity match. They could do a charity pay-per-view. Quick interjection. Dream booking. Kenny and the Young Bucks versus the Shield. So you're, you're never going to get Moxley back. So you're back getting Moxley back for Ambrose? Because you can't make Moxley Ambrose anymore. Ambrose is dead. No, so you keep him as Moxley, but in the Shield. Well, we'll let him reunite with Seth and... Yeah. Right, okay. But we're mm. not for WWE. Wait, let's leave it to Dream, Dream Tag Team. Yeah. another time. <laughs> Again, I know, I just have to shout out there now before I forget. I've drunk a lot of beer. paper in front of you for, you Klondike. I've closed it. So, <laughs> how I'd have it done. H and Cody are in this meeting room thing together. And they're talking about how the pay-per-view is actually going to go down. American Nightmare or Stardust? American Nightmare. Don't ask a stupid fucking question. You didn't go to do Stardust. No, I'm asking for our listeners. Okay. But that's... If any listener... Guys, if any of you assume Stardust, you need to stop listening, because... This podcast isn't for you at this point. (laughs) If you're thinking Stardust is coming back... We don't like Stardust. It's always going to be the American American Nightmare. Nightmare. Damn, son. So, how I'd do it is I'd have them in a meeting room and they'd say, look, I'm fine with your heavyweight champion. Cody goes, look, you can have, let's say, Seth and Omega are the champions. You can have Seth go over Omega. Yeah. I want to be you. H goes, let's add some, let's make it interesting. Let's retire me. I'm ready to go. He wouldn't be ready to go if he didn't insist on that stipulation against Batista. Yeah. He wouldn't have signed off on that unless he was ready to go. He ain't ready to go. He wasn't ready to go against Batista. I think he's getting ready to go. He's put that idea out there. So people I think I'll do it. that you would have that as part of the Batista matchup is him planting a seed to yes, know that it's coming. I'll give it, it wasn't necessary. I'll give it three years and in three years like, then he'll go. Yeah. I'm out. And it's season baby. That's if Vince isn't dead by then. Yeah. So, and then, that's how you do it. You, you let him and Cody work out this pay-per-view, where WWE probably wins most of the one-on-ones, but you have... Oh, good luck with that one. But you have the Young Bucks going over against the Hardys and retiring them. Yeah. And you have Cody going over against Tate and retiring him. That's the only way I think you'll ever do it. Yeah, but that, that's how you'd agree to it. You'd have to have Tate making the brand look good at his own expense. A War of the Worlds sort of scenario. Yeah, yeah. That's what you call the pay-per-view. You'd call it War of the Worlds. Thank you, Jeff Wayne, for that one. There's probably copyright, so you can call it. Oh, I'm going to reach over there and slap you. Jules Verne, you cretin. Sorry, Jules Verne wrote War of the Worlds. Jeff Wayne produced the music for it. Yeah, you think... WWE is going to use music, aren't they? They're going to use literature. They're not going to use War of the Worlds, they're going to call it War of the Rings, let's be honest. Yeah. Lords of the Rings. <laughs> that S gets away with a lot. Yeah. But yeah Lords, Lords of the Ring. Yeah, that's why. So that's Cody Rhodes is my number one pick, because he's so scared of becoming H as well. It's beautiful poetry. I mean, the, there was the whole throne smash yeah, yeah. for the first... He, he's terrified of becoming H. That's, yeah. I've, no, I've made this argument a lot. He stated the whole reason behind that, the throne smash, was the fact that he's not ready to go into a purely executive... A job. Yeah. He still he's wants... Scared he scared of becoming H. He wants yeah. to be a wrestler until he can... 
I think no, no, he's, I'm, he's, I'm, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm purely saying that's. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's stayed. I think he's scared of coming H. Him and I'm sure Jules that wasn't right. Jules Verne is the time machine. Jules H.G. Wells is Lord. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was thinking, I'm sure you're wrong, but that. you're using your angry voice. Yeah, no, as, soon as, I said, as soon as I said Jules Arnold, I was just like, ha, that's, no, that's the time machine. <laughs> I'm thinking of the time machine. Right. Ha, ah, cretin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> I yeah, love you it will. when you angrily try and correct someone and mm. then you realise that you have made a bigger <laughs> mistake than yeah, the person that, oh, that you're yelling shit. at. My argument is totally musical based. Like, yeah. To be fair, entrance music you can use. Oh yeah, you can use all of stuff. You can sample it. You can yeah, you can do whatever you want. But yeah, now I'm on board with that. An entire like Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah. Like, Lords of the Rings scenario. So, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah, I think it'd be I'm on board with that. And I think H is going to be more relenting than Vince on shit like that. I think H. Understands the indie scene a lot more than Vince does. Well, Gary does. Yeah. The fact that he's got two factions of NXT and Vince barely watches it. He's got talents from all over the globe. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. From I think... Masood, is it, in Saudi? Mm. Yeah. We won the 50 round to Walter, to Pete Dunne, and to. Again, as mentioned in our previous episode, the, the fact that some of the... I work for a local promotion, for those that don't know. Um, I do lights and sound for pro wrestling for you. Check out on Facebook, there'll be a link in the text box below. Um, or above, again, depends on the platform you're using. Yeah. There'll and be a some, link. Some of ours have gone up to NXT, and it's beautiful. Seeing these guys who've... Like work their ass, guys and girls who work their ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to slam on the women. Like I thought you just meant guys. As yeah, a everyone. Communal. Yeah, yeah. I don't. No, no. Again. But yeah. Inclusive. Piper, Piper, Piper Nevin, um, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley. Like I say, uh, all phenomenal. Zaya Brookside. Zaya Brookside yeah. was mm. on the. the May Young she was the first one I ever saw. Literally saw her. Month, yeah, a few months back in Silverdale. In Silverdale, um, and she's done the I saw, classic for. She's on and she's on TV a, a, a fair a fair whack now. I saw Tony Storm in Newcastle, just up the road from us here, in the Holy Trinity Community Church. Mm. Wrestling crazy, it's absolutely crazy how well the levels these people have gone. To. That's Newcastle under Lyme, not YI. Yeah, just for no pets allowed. Yeah. Although as we're recording this, there are two cats wandering around. Yeah. So there are all you hear that? I'm sorry. Um, but I think that is going to end part two of our ending mm. legends. Did and unless someone's got other things to say. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just wondering, like, with all the people that we've pitched so far, did anybody kind of stand out as a, actually, that changed my mind, or I think that that was actually the most solid choice for that particular individual. Alex came up with some that I actually was really interested in, which I didn't expect, because Alex knows next to nothing about modern wrestling. Yeah. But that's where he's the wild card. Yeah, yeah. In all fairness, Johnson, because you've got so little yeah. knowledge of the modern roster, 
you're also not personally involved. Like, yeah. I've got axes to grind. Exactly. Yeah. I was just gonna. I was just looking at it, thinking. You, I get upset when Jeff wrestling. doesn't get his wins you, yeah. and when Finn doesn't get his wins. Yeah, you watch the pay per views and that's about it. Whereas, yeah, whereas three of them. I, I really breathe. Yeah, yeah. Three, three of us tend yeah. to watch SmackDown Raw most weeks, or if not yeah. weekly. Catch up on it. At least catch yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you're a pay per view only sort of guy. Yeah. Some of your selections have been really, really stellar. Like. <laughs> Really, really interesting. Proud of you, man. Yeah. You've come oh, a long way. You've come so yeah. far. Um, another thing people might ask, we didn't include any female wrestlers. That is because the female roster is quite young. The mm. only two that we probably could have done, stretching it, is Mickey James and Natalia. Natalia is still going quite strong. Yeah, it's going to be a while before... or. Potentially, I mean, you, you could do if she decided that she wanted to go out in the next year or two. You could bring the man. Would you, that could be fun. Would you argue that or Trish, Ronda, Ronda could be? Good. I was going to say I, I, mean, I think maybe argue anyone who said they had retired previously was involved. Right. Okay. Because yeah. Trish had said she's retired and she comes back for the one-offs. I don't. I don't count it. In the same way, I don't count Goldberg. I don't count yeah. Yeah. Michael. Because technically they're retired. They are technically retired. Whereas everyone I've said. Not has never said they have retired. Yeah. I will make a quick note. Have any of you guys seen the the banner for SummerSlam on Sunday of Natalia versus Lynch? Uh, no. no, not yet. Oh my God, what the fuck have they done to their faces? Oh dear. It's um, so Frank... heavily photoshopped. To the point me. where I didn't realise it was Natalia. I only know, I only know that it's the match booking because I was like, oh my God. Oh my god, what, what? Hey, whoa, whoa, no. Take about five steps back on the Photoshop editing. They tend to do this though. I think they do it with the guys a bit as well. They're a bit heavy on the. Yeah, but this with one, the women more The so. women, they're just. Oh wow. It's that's the one. one. No, no, it's not that one. Because I thought that one was rough. We will make uh, we notes will, yeah. of the images we're looking at, guys. Yeah, and we'll post you will, them you'll also see. Accordingly, so that you can share in our dismay. Yeah. But while Frank is looking for this uh, particular image, um, if we were hypothetically to retire Natalia, Ronda Rousey. Mm. Yeah, bring her back for one last. Bring her back. Yeah. Bring her back for another run, I guess. Because at the moment, um, Becky has made comments about the fact that Natalia was there when she wasn't very well after the again face smashed, um, and in her like, but in the build up to facing off with Ronda and Flair for the the titles, it then came out after the fact that Natalia was being really nice to Becky's face, but training Ronda yeah. behind her back, and so that's being used as a bit of a push at the moment. Um, it would be really kind of funny if the person that ends up taking Natalia out isn't Becky, but Ronda. Yeah. Ronda doing a Judas turn on her. That would be kind yeah. of, that would be kind of cool for me. For me, it would either have to be Becky or Ronda for Natalia. No I think make nobody sense. makes sense for me. And uh, Nick James, no one. I don't care out. enough about her She's to care. She's not involved enough anymore. Same with Alicia Fox as well. I guess you could probably put her in there. But I don't think Alicia Fox has had the kind of career gravitas that. in yeah. terms of their career that warrants that kind of match. Whereas Mickey James did, but that was in the era we weren't watching. Because yeah. 
it's a John Cena dominated Divas of Shit era. Yeah, with the fucking awful belt. And the Balors mm. and whatever. Unfortunately, I think, like, with the women's division, we've, we have had this evolution thing and the first women's pay-per-view and the, the first women headline yeah. acts at WrestleMania. And it's they are trying really hard to make the women's division of this company as much as a an equal footing in yeah. kind of taking it seriously and giving it the same sort of airtime and giving it the same sort of depth and grit and kind of coming with yeah, eyes. But it's, it's a very young roster. Yeah, you've got you've had a lot of time like when people like H and the Hardy Boys and were kind of game changing yeah. things. The women's leagues were just tits and ass. Oh, and, and a glitter un- belt. Oh, and the underwear matches. The underwear oh, matches, yeah. So you've got all these that people that we are, we've, we've been able to have a two-part episode discussion about because they were they warrant that sort of time given to them. All of those people on that list are from an era where there were no women of any substance. Yeah. So um, there's now currently not really any women that, I've been there long enough to warrant the same kind of retirement yet. Yeah, we're, I, we're building up to it. I, I agree and disagree to a point because saying they weren't around at the same time when women of Gravitas were around, you, you do the disservice to Trish, Leah, China. But, but they China were, is unfortunately no longer here. Trish is officially retired. This isn't the picture. That's how they normally look. But no. Natalia's mm. real yeah. bad. That's not even the worst one. There's one worse than this. Right. Blood for all. It's this one where they're like facing that way each. Yeah. That's rough. But yeah, it's, not, it's some, an advert on Facebook. That is oh some my god. Rough photoshopping, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The the issue is the women there's there's a definitive dip in the women's era. And we did, and because of that, there's no women of a sufficient age and caliber that it makes sense to do this kind of talk about. Hopefully, that will change. And if it does, we will do a women's only special. Yeah. And give it the same amount of time and have the same length of discussion about it. But until then, if we're still doing this in 10 years, <laughs> well, and we'll have a Charlotte Flair to talk about. We'll have, we'll have a Becky Lynch to a talk Becky about. Becky Lynch we'll to talk have about. Ronda Rousey to talk about if they use her again moving forward. and Bailey. Sasha, if she decides to come back, yeah, you know, there's, there's some really, really exciting to a lesser extent. Yeah, but I think we've spoken for long enough about wrestling for yeah. one day, so let's wrap everything up. On that note, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure as always to bring you an exciting and albeit controversial episode of <laughs> uh, Train Pop Culture. Let us know what you think. Get in touch with us via email at trainpopculture at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. It's all under train pop culture, apart from the Twitter handle, which is tra- culture underscore train. There will be links in the text box beneath. Or above. Or, or above. Or the doobly do. Or the other side, or the right. Who There'll knows? There'll be links. You've got eyes. Still getting used to They're this. right there. Yeah. Look at the links. Yeah. I'm pointing at them. Yeah, I'm actually pointing below, and there's nothing here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, on that note, skull, roast, slunge of art, beer.
<laughs> you savage. <laughs> <laughs>